0: Doors open everywhere. What are we doing today? That trash witch. She was like, what's up? Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey. Heard you started a Patreon. (laughs) I know I'm a part of, big part of that. So you all have (laughs) checked out the Patreon to see the trash witch sticker. Trash witch sticker. She's so so cute. She's so great. So now it's like, now that you can see her, it really gives you a sense of her attitude. Oh, she's real spicy. Real sassy. This is the Witches, Magic, Murder, and Mystery podcast. Hey, guys. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. If you've joined the Patreon, thank you so much. Yeah. If you haven't joined the Patreon, we still love you. It's yeah. Fun. Don't feel like you have um, to. Yeah. It's really. But it's just, we just extra content. We were, you guys, there. we gotten several messages that were like, I wish there was more. And yeah. so we started doing the side pieces. And then we also thought it would be fun just to launch the Patreon. So. Yeah. Join in, jump in, take advantage of the I perks. Mean, guys, really, though, we're trying to make this full-time jobs for ourselves. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal for Kara and I to just be able to hang out all day, With every you day. all and each other. Yep. And have so much fun with this. So do you know what episode this is? <gasps> is it 50? It's, it's our 50th oh episode. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Oh. We've done 50 of these. How? I don't know. Well, I noticed the other day we were at like so many views or whatever and the last time we made a video we were at 10,000 views. Mm-hmm. Do you ever um sometimes I'll be trying to figure out what I'm going to do a story on and I'll be like are we running out of stories like Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I'm just like wait there's so much bad in the world. Right. I think you're <laughs> like all oh, the world's an awful place. Yeah, here we We're go. always going to have stories. Jump down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for our 50th episode. <laughs> is it going to be a doozy? It's a doozy. It's kind of a shorter one. Um, I was going to use it as a short story, but I decided not to. That's just fine. because I feel like our conversation in between some of these paragraphs is going to go a little further. I mean, we've chatted for like four minutes. So oh, long. you all are so welcome. <laughs> okay, this one's, it's it's a death, um, but it's not. Someone murdering someone. Oh God! <laughs> so Carl Tansler, I believe, was born in 1877. He reportedly studied the weather patterns in Austria in 1910, where he stayed until the end of World War One. So Carl, uh, he also called himself von Kossel. Yes, was a man. I would of, do that too. Yes, I would as well. Was a man of many talents. He, like I said, was um, German-born radiologist also, but he was not a count. He liked to refer to himself as catch coach. Girl. Oh. He also claimed that he had nine university degrees. Uh, he claimed to be a former submarine captain and an uncompl- accomplished inventor. He was really just like a super eccentric, lonely little old man. Yeah, trying to manifest <laughs> himself an yeah. amazing life. Yeah. yeah. He also had a wife and children, but he ended up abandoning them. He's such a great character already. <laughs> oh, God. So little is known about his real background. He was just like so weird and confusing and he constantly changed the details of his background that people were just like, we don't, we don't know. We, all we know is he grew up in Germany. Um, But then he also claimed he constantly traveled to India and Australia and he claimed he did electrical work there. He says he bought boats, purchased a South seas island. (laughs) And um, he also claimed to be building a trans ocean flying plane around the time of world war one I. I mean was he mentally ill mm, you're gonna assume so in a little <laughs> bit <laughs>
1: i'm yeah. just trying
0: to figure out like is he just you know in need of attention yeah, yeah here i go again did yeah. his parents not hug what him, him enough as a child do. or <laughs> yeah <laughs> or is he just he's just, just so, a big liar so eccentric just, just, and just pants a of- on flaming just burn like, yearning Wow, Smoky Bridges. Smoky Bridges. Yeah. Count, m- Count. Smoky Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> but when the war broke out, he said that he was jailed by British authorities for safekeeping and was released at the war's end. Really? Huh. So was any of this verified or, or do we just no, assume it's we, all We just stuff? we just are going along with his word at this point. Oh, okay. What we do know is that he immigrated to the US in 1926 via Cuba. From Cuba, he went to Zephyrhills, Florida, oh. like I said, where his sister lived. In 1927, he took a job at the U.S. Marine Hospital using the name Carl von Kossel. <laughs> one silly fact about Carl is that he went by like multiple names, like on his marriage license. Another one's George Carl Tonzel. He had United States citizenship papers, and that's Carl Tanzler on that. I feel like he's um, like a, you know, a drama kid who just never got his stage. And yeah. So he's just acting yeah. out all over the yeah. place. Yeah. Um, some of his hospital records are signed by him as Carl Tanzler. Mm-hmm. No nobody really knows he said that early on in his childhood he would regularly be visited by his deceased ancestors and they would continue to show him a face of his one true love so not his wife um that he abandoned but his one true love who which who was an exotic dark-haired woman oh no i think i know this story (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm so glad you're telling this story oh megan's face guys she her it just, just hit me like open. oh it's that guy. it's happening okay okay <laughs> all right exotic dark-haired woman okay creeping into his adulthood it's the 1930s and he's working as a doctor self-proclaimed doctor in key west florida one day at the hospital while he's working a cuban american woman named maria elena milagro de hoyas walks in and he recognizes her and he's like, "Holy shit! This is the woman my ancestors have been showing me." How how long have his ancestors been showing him this since a childhood? Now, uh-huh. did he ever speak of it before seeing her, or was it like after the fact where he's, "Oh, my whole life I've been." Ooh, seeing I think you. he had. I think he had mentioned it before. Interesting. Yeah, she was born July thirty first, nineteen oh nine, and she was the daughter of a Key West cigar maker. Um, and his wife, he and his wife, Aurora, lived there. Maria had a sister who died from tuberculosis and a brother-in-law who was electrocuted on a construction site. So she had a rough yeah, rough life. Yeah. And then she was married. She miscarried and her husband left her and moved to Miami. And then she also contracted tuberculosis, which is what ended her up in the hospital. Okay. As his patient, even though he's not really a doctor. Correct. Got mm-hmm. On. And some things you shouldn't just manifest. Some things you actually should. Right, go to we should for. go to school for yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, who knew his past of being a radiologist and a mm-hmm. meteorologist an and an inventor yeah. and flying airplane? inventor Yeah. Well, he could do anything. He really did it all and did it hard. <laughs> this kid's so good. Okay, so we all know that back then tuberculosis was a horrible, fatal disease. So she went to the Marine Hospital and um like i said that's where he first saw her he believed that he could cure her so he decided that he was going to start taking weird x-ray machines to her parents house and he just decided to wing it from there <laughs> back <in> space
1: so <laughs> winging everything i guess yeah you
0: know. he in addition to like trying to help her medically he started just treating her to gifts and oh. would just buy her all sorts of things like jewelry the latest fashion trends like clothes and stuff like she's just laying in bed dying yeah and she's like what is happening like, he's like is let me life- take this time to romance Yeah. You. so then like on her deathbed literally he's like you know what i love you and this is why I love you. My deceased ancestors told me that you'd be waiting for me, that you were the one for me. I'm obsessed with you. You're the one. But there's no record of, like, what she thought of this. I can only imagine that she was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> like, laying there like, wait, what? Did you guys know that there's a t-shirt, uh-huh, uh-huh. T-shirt uh, in the podcast store that is, like, probably my favorite shirt that we have. Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> she's dying Uh huh. he can't let it go i mean maybe maybe let's for a moment okay think that he brought her joy in her final days look yes just showering her with gifts and affection when she's dying yeah uh so but sadly she dies at age 22 october 15th 1931 do we know how old he was he was in his 50s and she's 22? hmm Remember, he had all these lives before her, okay, Megan? <laughs> he did so many grand things. Your ancestors did not tell you it was okay to hook up with a 22-year-old when you're 50. Okay. He, he didn't hook up with her. She's so ill at the time. To- mean, okay, I hope wait. he didn't hook up with her. But she is not the love of your life, you weirdo. So, like I said, he was in his 50s at this time, but he was so distraught. And he immediately makes a death, a death mask of her face. And I said, huh? What's a death mask? Mm-hmm. Like a mold of her face. Oh, no. no, no. So with the permission of her family, he decides he's going to pay for the funeral and constructs an above ground mausoleum in the <sighs> Key West Cemetery for the love of his life. He insists on an airtight casket with an incubator tank full of formaldehyde to prevent any decay. Ew. Her mother allowed him to keep a memento of her hair. Mm-hmm. He only had one key made to the mausoleum and for some reason the mom allowed him to keep it. Were they really poor? Like, you know, did they need someone to pay for all that and they were maybe just like, I mean, thank her, you for paying for all this. Her dad was the a cigar maker. I don't know if that's a lucrative. I don't I feel like it would be back in mob days. Man. i don't know i could be so very wrong why is her family letting this happen mm. yeah uh so yeah <laughs> um he he used that key to visit her every night oh no uh, and oh and he would, no. he would claim that her spirit would pop up to say hey babe that's not what's would, popping up, honey. I mean, that's not what that is. And would sing to him no, his favorite no songs in Spanish. That is not uh-huh, uh-huh. what's happening. Yep, he said that she would urge him. Her spirit would urge him to take her out from the grave. So eventually, he was fired from his he job. He has to be mentally ill. This he, is not normal behavior. This no. is not rational normal behavior. No. Uh, eventually, he was fired from his job because of his strange obsession with his because deceased. he's not actually a doctor. Maybe yeah. that seems like a good reason. Yeah, I get so upset about this guys. <laughs> So one night in 1933, two years after her death, he sneaks into the cemetery with a toy wagon. One, where the heck did he get a toy <laughs> wagon from and why? How, what is he doing with Was it? Was it like red and plastic? Yeah, or... like what? Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T Y. curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately Mm -hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over the wind power on this thing is Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. He removes her corpse from the mausoleum Mm -hmm. and wheels it home with him. Uh, like I said, I'm not really sure where this wagon came from. But now the mausoleum was like. rigged up so that she wouldn't decompose. Decay. Yeah. So if once he, removed, t- okay, uh-huh. that's going to happen. Yeah. So like I said, it's been two years She's since dead for two years. she had been, yeah. And her body wasn't really holding up so well. So he, uh, made a makeshift laboratory in an old airplane. Um, And he did a lot of stuff to preserve it. Like what? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked Megan. (laughs) Oh, God. He uh, wired her bones together with wire coat hangers, fitted her face with glass eyes. As her skin began to decompose, he would replace it with silk cloth that he had soaked in wax and plaster. And when her hair fell out, he put the wig from her old hair that his mom gave him uh, on her. And uh, he f- he f- <laughs> he filled her cadaver with rags so that she could keep her original form. And he would put her in, like, new fancy clothes and stuff. <laughs> he would put... I'm not... No. He- I'm not ready right for you to move on yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I need a moment. Okay. I'm sorry. Why didn't he just, like, get a mannequin or something? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, why? The fact that this is a dead body... Yeah. ...should bother him. Uh-huh. And he's making all of her fake anyway with the it is, with the glass yeah. eyes and the wig uh-huh. and this. But the wig was her hair.
1: <laughs> Having to
0: stuff her with things to keep her lady figure. Yeah, well, gotta have those boobs. Gotta have know. them. What uh-huh. on earth? So he continued to buy her clothes and jewelry and perfume and would dress perfume. her. Oh, no. Yeah, and would dress oh. her and put perfume on her. I mean... Copious amounts of it. proof. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he bought disinfectants and preserving agents because he was trying to like slow the decomposition of her body. Uh And, and the, re- the reason he did this is because he would sleep in the bed with her. And so he didn't want it to smell that bad. And there are some documents that claim that he put a paper towel roll in between her legs so he could have sex with her. But we're going to skip right over that absolutely not <laughs> okay. did they and, not, did and, they not make sex dolls back then I don't know, but don't in know. in all of these like in all the articles that I like meshed together, every one of them called them their marital bed, and I'm like, no, 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 it's not a no, marital no, bed, it's not a marital bed no no no, no no not what were they is. married no, no, he they couldn't get married because she was dying when he met her why <laughs> just why just yeah why huh? any of this yeah like uh-huh. again i mean no you know he's got all kinds of weird stories he could have just said here's my mannequin it's it's got her spirit in it and it's her and he could pretend that the mannequin was her and yeah. i would have much less of a problem with yeah. it yeah yeah that <laughs> might that's just weirdly eccentric this is sick this, this is, is sick. so bad it's so bad yeah Okay, we can move forward. Now. It said that he enjoyed her company so much, so that he was so very obsessed, and he didn't really mind the smell. And he would make her dinners, and they would dance together by the fireside. How would they dance together? What is happening? What? Listen, seven years later. No, seven, seven years after she died, or yeah. seven years plus the two. Okay, it was in nineteen forty. So two years after so yeah no seven years after he took her so nine years mausoleum yeah after she's been dead she's been dead uh-huh. nine years yeah the townspeople had really just been talking lots about him because they were like he's just constantly buying women's clothes and perfume and jewelry oh, so people didn't know no nobody had a clue even her family yeah and they were like you know what's funny he hasn't been to the mausoleum in seven years it's weird it's real weird And his his neighbors were like, huh, that's strange. A neighbor boy was like, guys, I've seen Carl in his window. He was dancing what looks like a super-sized doll. Uh, So if you all are looking for him, that's what's happening. Um, And so Elena's sister got super suspicious, marched over to his house, peeped into his room in his living room window, saw him dancing with the corpse of her sister. I mean, you think... When she got suspicious. Yeah. Do you think she was suspicious of that? Like, would that possibility even enter your mind? Or was it like, she's just suspicious that he's... Being weird. Yeah. Got a new girlfriend. Or yeah. Something? Is this why you're not visiting my sister anymore? Because yeah. your your suspicion could never be, oh, well, he must have her... In their marital... Nine-year world. dead body. Uh-huh. And also, it's not had the formaldehydes. No. It's, it's seven years of decaying. Sting. What in the world? Ew. There had to have been insects and organisms there had to be yeah he was arrested for wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization psychiatrist examined him and declared him sane what (laughs) Yep. which i was like seems perfectly fine to me (laughs) uh (laughs) seems legit seems seems normal and listen all charges were eventually dropped because the statute of limitations for the crime had expired you would think there wouldn't be a statute of limitations on this. Also, I mean, abuse of a corpse has yeah. been going on every day for, for nine, nine years. years. So, yeah. you know, it, yesterday he did it. So yeah. it should be fine today to charge yeah. him. Yeah. But she's a woman, so. <laughs> Yeah. So during the trial, he confessed his plans of bringing Elena back to life. It was oh, my God. He planned to launch Elena's body into the stratosphere, hoping that the radiation present there would restore her back to life with like silk. Because he's a radiologist, radiologist and glass eyes and and wired uh-huh. bones together. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's a radiologist. Who yeah, knows? he knows and a meteorologist. So the two combine. I don't think that's um how it works whoever the psychiatrist was may need to get checked as well um, i just i mean this i don't even understand what sane means knows right from wrong yeah i don't i don't like, what <laughs> what's the definition of sane we're looking for here i, I don't, don't know that there is one i don't get how you can look at any of this behavior and be like yeah that's completely, completely mentally sound yeah, but listen News of his situation made the headlines in Florida, of course, because it's freaking Florida. <laughs> and the public was sympathetic to him. And they considered him a hopeless romantic who was just a wee bit eccentric. So then they decide to have a public viewing of her body. Oh, my God. 8,500 people lined up to get a look at her. Schools let out early so kids could attend the viewing. Listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true crime person. Yeah. I would not have wanted to see this body. No. People just wanted to see it because it's macabre. Like, people just yeah. want it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they thought this was romantic. He was a hopeless romantic. This isn't the freaking notebook. No. And it's not romantic. No. Like, there's nothing. This is not sweet. No, <laughs> guys. Sweet. Don't. And it's all because she went to the wrong doctor. Yeah. When she got sick. Doctor. Doctor. Air quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once the viewing was over, he asked if he could take her body back. And they were like, what? No. Oh, good. I thought you were about to say, no. like, sure, take her home, buddy. Yeah. So sweet. So they reburied her in a secret, unmarked grave so he wouldn't find her again. And he was super bummed. Some articles claimed that he set off a bomb at the side of her mausoleum, but others. We're just like no, that's all fake news. So he didn't really set up a bomb. No, I don't. I, Is the mausoleum still standing I somewhere? Know. I don't know. We're gonna yeah. put it on the list. Yeah, I don't want to see the body, but I would totally. I would love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the aftermath, um, he left Key West. He didn't go in shame though. He returned to Zephyrhills, Florida, and wrote an autobiography that appeared in the pulp magazine. Um, it was called Fantastic Adventures in 1947. And he became a U.S. citizen in Tampa in 1950. What year was it that the viewing? So it must have been sometime like nineteen forty five ish, uh, six ish, something like that. I'm just trying to figure out like, where were we as a society when when people were like, "That's so sweet, let's have a public viewing of the body." You so, know what I mean? The forties. Forties. Yeah. Mid forties, probably. You ever think about like what eras you don't want to live in? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to live in the forties. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't love that. No. No. uh so he goes on to live another 12 years before dying alone in his final diary entry he writes human jealousy has robbed me of the body of my elena yet divine happiness is flowing through me for she has survived death forever and ever she is with me three weeks after his death his body is found in his apartment a life-size death mask wearing effigy of her body is close by It was noted, though, that overlooking his corpse was a waxen image wrapped in silken cloth and robe. Seems that his replacement, Elena, was with him to the very end. Uh, It's been reported that he died with a model in his arms, and many say that he died with the real body, and he had the body switched switched when they were in the viewing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what to say. So they say that the body he gave up for the viewing... Wasn't actually her. was the model he had made from her body. And the one he died with was her. Surely people would have known if they were looking at an actual
1: dead Uh, body. That's
0: been, you know, yeah. Decaying for years versus. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. With, with myself. With this information <laughs> I've just provided you with. Like it's that's like, a real story. That's a heard, real thing that happened. I'd heard that story, but not I didn't know the details of it at all. I just heard You're there was a guy who was sharing like, that with you. Was so obsessed he kept this woman's body. But. I was researching. Is it Ed Gein Ed Gein, what what is Ed? This name? Gein. Gein. Yeah. I was researching him and I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do this in his nipple belt. <laughs> I'm gonna and then this popped up and I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he <laughs> Oh no. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that. <clears throat> um, research your doctors before you go to them. Yes, please. A man being utterly obsessed with a woman and such. That's not what we need. No. That's not what we want. Uh-uh. It's not romantic. I do enjoy gifts from time to time. I but mean, who doesn't like attention? But Don't. No. Don't just come confess your love on my deathbed and ask my family for my hair. Please don't make a death mask. Family, don't allow <laughs> someone say. to have a key to my mausoleum. Yes. Because I know you're going to make me one. Don't give anyone so, my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I will be in a shrine. <laughs> Gosh, goodness. Thanks for that story. Uh huh. I think. There's your 50th episode. And <laughs> you're welcome. We appreciate you so much. We really do. We're carrying us through these 50 episodes. I mean, we it hope does we get to do 50 feel like more. It's been this no. long. We love doing this. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.